Welcome to Super Talk, the podcast that scratches your superhero itch. Just two suburban dads nerding out over superhero stuff on the small screen and the big. Buckle up, people. Enjoy the ride. Welcome to Super Talk, the weekly podcast dedicated to news and reviews of comic book media on the big and small screen. This is episode number 51, and Merry Christmas. I'm your host, Brian Professor Pettis, and with me, as always, is my illustrious co-host, Titanium Tony Estrella. Titanium. Feliz Navidad, Professor. Yes, Feliz Ma- Navidad. Merry Christmas. Big Christmas episode. You got a little something special at the end of the episode. Oh, is that a new Christmas present? Oh, yeah. I got, got, this is look my, at that. Look at my, what a sweater. Hockey it. sweater of the... Daredevil. Of Daredevil. Hell's Kitchen's Devils. Hell's That's so Kitchen's badass. Devils. Yeah, that is awesome. so badass. I yeah. love it. Yeah. So Merry Christmas to you and your family. Same to you. And, uh, you know, I've got a gift for you. So let's, I without do too. further ado, let's, let's, oh. let's look, exchange some gifts here. So look at this wrap job. Look at this well, wrapping job. Obviously, huh? Nancy wrapped that. Oh, pff. is there any question? <laughs> There's no question. Your wife is a professional she package is. wrapper. She, she's quite good. Like I heard uh, Home and Gardens was in here taking pictures of under your <laughs> Christmas tree. Um, it was a sh- they're works of art. It's a yeah. shame to rip them open, but it you know Christmas is Christmas. Wow! All right, let's see what you got. Wow, that's that is awesome. That is awesome. So there's a bunch of things in there. I think it says on the side what's in there. It, it the is there. a Infinity Gauntlet coffee mug, and there's a bunch of other stuff in here. I uh, LED light to light it up the mug. Collecting cards and a beanie cap. That's cool. Wow. That's awesome. There you go. Merry Christmas. Oh, I love it. I love it. I'm going to have to snap some coffee back <laughs> with my Infinity Gauntlet mug. Thank you, Professor. I, I, I feel Very nice. really bad about taking this bow off. It's so nice. Just right. rip it open. I know. I'm sure the kids don't care. They're just like, ah, get me in there. Episode 50, the Christmas episode. 51. That's right, 51. 51, yeah. We've got one more, awesome. to, one more to the anniversary. All right, let's see what we got here. This is, uh, ooh, ooh. All right, we've got a, oh, no, a Spider-Man and Venom t-shirt? Yes, sir. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's very cool. The symbiote taking over Spider-Man. Can't wait for that to happen in the MCU. And we've got, oh, the Marvel Universe and Spider-Man Entertainment Magazines. Awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to look through these. You sit them in the toilet and that's your, oh, yeah. your leisure time. Little, uh, Thank you, Titanium. little in your office reading. Thank you very much, Titanium. Oh, you're welcome. Very, Thank very you. Generous. Thank you. I, I love my gift. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Well, before we get started, let's thank the listeners that bring the show to you, and those are our patrons. Patreon.com slash Supertalk is how you join. As we mentioned, we've got our big anniversary episode coming up next week, so if you want to be part of a giveaway for all of our patrons, now's the time to join. Patreon.com slash Supertalk. A dollar episode, that's all it takes. Uh, you're donating to the show. and helps us give back to the uh, the listening audience. So thank you so much, and uh, you know, if you want to join, uh, help us out. That'd be great. Absolutely. That'd be really cool. Thank you, guys. All right, well, let's jump into the content this week. Uh, yeah. Christmas aside, we did have the uh, finale of, of the Hawkeye Disney Plus series this past week. We got episode six, the finale episode. 
What'd you think? I mean, uh, wrapped up uh, all the things that we could have hoped to wrap up, but yeah, you know. it really did. Like like a lot of Disney shows uh, that kind of answer questions that don't. This this pretty much answered all the questions that I had, uh, major questions that I had. I really liked it. Uh, I feel a little bit bad for it. It was overshadowed and overpowered by the, the release of of No Way Home, the Spider Man, uh, and unfortunately, this finale came uh, in the midst of that glory. Um, but I thought it was very good. The only thing, and if I only have to say one bad thing about the show, just one, uh, the rest of it I really enjoyed. Um, I love Kate Bishop and uh, Elena and their relationship, and that chemistry is off the charts. The after credit scene sucked. <laughs> I mean, it was absolutely horrible. So uh, uh, what, what Titanium's referring to is we, we did get a post-credit scene at the end of the episode. Yeah. And we kind of half expected it to be something related to the show, and it wasn't. It was literally the full Broadway performance of Save the City from the Rogers musical that yeah. they had made up for the television show. Um, and it was the full performance yeah. of that song we kind of saw snippets of it in the first episode of hawkeye yeah. but they basically gave us the entire performance of that song uh by the broadway production and um the, what they said well, i guess what the showrunner said is that this was you know kind of a way for the show to give back to the you know viewing audience this is a gift this is our christmas gift to the viewing audience gift <laughs> did i get a did i get a receipt with that gift i want to return it i'm returning that it was awful it, Dude, I'm not a. And, and I love was, Broadway shows. I, I get it. I like some Broadway shows, but I think this was an homage to. It was a nod to uh, New York and the Broadway uh, area and the filming in New York. I guess uh, I. I don't know, but it was. If you're into that, I guess it's kind of cool. But I thought when I was watching it that there'd be a shot in the audience. And Elena Belova sitting there watching the show with her eyes like, what is this? Right. Or something. Something, something that would something have tied cool it like into that, the television show. It into the and it show was none of that. It was none of that. Right. It was awful. Awful. And, and it's funny. There's a lot. I think a lot of viewers of the Hawkeye show had had been talking about, hey, are they really going to make this Rogers musical? That'd be really cool. They probably should do something like that on on Broadway. Well, after we saw this, we're probably like, yeah, no, don't do that. <laughs> and and now you know why Hawkeye was cringing so much when he was in the audience watching it in, yeah. in episode one. <laughs> I like, feel for him oh that he had God. to take his kids and, to that. And they all left early. It's like, oh, man. Yeah, it wasn't good. But the rest of the, the show was spectacular. We'll get into some of it, some um, details about it. But I, I thought it was really good. Again, the highlight for me is the relationship between Kate and Elena. Uh, I think it's special. The chemistry there is off the charts, and this episode kind of proved it again. Um, kind of cool. Yeah, and and we'll just kind of recap some of the details. Uh, you know, at the end of episode five, we've got the the, the little quick screenshot on Kate's phone that Elena had taken of you know the kingpin and and the mother being together. Uh, we basically got that full scene of the two of them. Um, in in episode six, the the ep the episode starts off with the kingpin walking into his office, and it is Vincent D'Onofrio. Awesome. Kingpin walks into his office, and Eleanor's there uh, to talk to him. And and one of the surprising things that we always felt that she was shady, she was up to things that were you know not you know she yeah. wasn't leading on who she really was. Right. But what we found out in that scene was that. Um, her husband, ex <coughs> deceased husband, Kate's father, had racked up an enormous amount of debt to the kingpin, and that she 
took on that debt when he passed away and was forced to pay it back somehow. And yeah. her, you know, assisting the criminal empire, the Kingpin's criminal empire, and through her security company, um, she had been paying back that debt. And <clears throat> she confirmed she'd paid it back, you know, tenfold. You know, she's like, by this time, I've paid back the debt tenfold. And he reminds her that, you know, you've also done very well. For you've yourself. also benefited from this now, relationship. Now, the conspiracy theory guy in me is thinking, maybe there's more to her. Maybe the dad's really not dead. But I've learned my lesson with these shows not to read deeper than what's on the surface. They give you what it is and just take it for what it is. So yeah. it kind of answers a lot of questions. I felt good about it. It did. I mean, it, we basically found out, and she was telling the Kingpin, look, I'm done. You know, my, my daughter, back, yeah. my daughter's back and she's wrapped up in this and she's in trouble. I, I want out because, you know, I don't want to put her in, in any more danger. Um, you know, and he's like, you know, Eleanor, remember this, you know, relationship's been mutually beneficial and you can't just walk away. And you she's don't like, just walk away from something yeah. like that. And yeah. she's like, I'm done. Yeah. You know, and. Uh, we then see Kingpin right after that basically tell his, you know, cronies, hey, you know, something needs to be done about this, you know, and, and yeah. we need to take care of her. And Maya, um, Maya comes in at that point, at, at some point, too, and basically says the same thing. You know, I'm, I've lost my way here. I'm kind of, you know, uh, looking for him. My father made so much to me. And they kind of have this little talk with Kazi standing there and... Uh, you know, it's not good. Maya, Maya basically l lets them know that she's on to them. She knows what's been going on. Basically, they put the hit out on her father. She didn't say um, that to him. She didn't say that to him, but I think she understands now that, yeah. Well, they what had she said to the it. kingpin was, uh, you know, my vendetta is over. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm not going to, you know, go after revenge anymore. I'm just going to, you know, kind of keep my head down. And, you know, kingpin was like, okay. And then kingpin turns to Kazi, says, you know, She's, you know, she knows too much or yeah. something like that. And, you know, kind of alluding to Kazi that, that she has to be taken care of sure. now, too. Right. Yeah. yeah. Along with uh, Eleanor Bishop. Right. So, yeah. Right. Well, then we get a scene with uh, with Hawkeye and Kate, you know, and, and Kate's, you know, talking about, you know, I, having viewed the entire video. We saw this, you know, that that entire conversation was videotaped by by Elena and they, 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 they watch the whole thing and they're like, Oh my God, my mom's in serious trouble. And you know, Hawkeye's like, yeah, this guy's no good. You know, he's bad news. And they're like, you know, we're going to have to, I'm, I'm going to have to do something. I'm going to have to take, take care of this. And, and, and she's like, you get out of here. You know, you go home, this be home. My problem. Yeah. This is my problem. Go home and be home, be with your family on Christmas. And he's like, no, Kate, you're my partner. I'm, I'm here to help. I'm not leaving until this is taken care of. And for those of you that aren't super geeks like the professor and I, um, that was a huge, huge scene. The fact that he said that was huge. He's basically partnering up with Kate Bishop. For the first time, he's admitted that she's special. Basically, this is what I got out of it, that she's special and she could be part of his team and partnered. Yeah, he believes in her, and, yeah. and you know, and he he warns her. He says, "Look, you're going to lose way more than you gain by yeah. by doing this." But cool you know, little hero speech there. Yeah, and she's like, you know, but that's you know, that's what makes heroes. You know, yeah. is that you put all that stuff at risk, and and we got a really cool montage of them making um, these trick arrows, right? Yeah. So uh, Hawkeye had had these cases of these arrowheads that you know Stark technology arrowheads and Pym technology arrowheads and all, and basically they're you know screwing them onto the arrows and. And, you know, she doesn't know what they all do. And he's describing them to her and she's making labels. She's uh, sonic arrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's making labels for each one of the arrows. So she knows what each one of them does. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. That one's way too dangerous. And all kinds of, oh, she's like another one of those, you know, and all these other yeah. things. But they're they're preparing for this battle that they know is coming. Yeah. 
Um, and they think that this is all going to cool happen scene. at the Christmas party, which they're, yeah. they're going to go to. Yeah, I, I think that was a cool uh, little partner, Trick Arrows, and everybody loves Trick Arrows. So I think to, the audience was waiting for a big arrow battle, you know, with Trick Arrows, obviously. So, yeah, leading yeah, and, to that. And we, we kind of got in then the Christmas party, and we find out that um, Kate had arranged for all of the LARPers, all of their friends, to basically be the staff at the kitchen part or at the Christmas party, which was their kind of second level of protection. And they all were speaking to each other and, and, and you know, headsets and microphones and everything else. They were all in communication. And they're walking through the party. It's a normal Christmas party, and you see Jack there. You know, he's wearing a sword, which is kind of a weird thing to be doing at he a Christmas party. He just got out of prison, just right? got just out of prison. Yeah. You know, and he was definitely framed. But they're like, you know, hey, when's you, we're looking for her, her mom. Let, let us know when she shows up, you know, because, you know, we're afraid she's in danger. And uh, uh, Clint and Kate are there kind of walking through the party. And By the know, way, you called that. You called Jack uh, being a patsy. Yeah. Being a patsy. You yeah. called it early. Yeah, just I kind of, he's giving off that vibe of, you know, and it was some of the misdirection that Marvel had given us by casting, you know, the Jack Duquesne character. And, oh, my gosh, that's the swordsman. He's yeah. got to be doing something more than we know. And, right. and really, it wasn't. It was just a, 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 a he was just a Again, patsy. my conspiracy theory, like Tingle, my conspiracy, theory, the titanium Tingle. I got a titanium tingle out of it, and I'm not going there. I don't feel like he's a further character. I feel like he is what he is. They gave it to us. They answered that question. He's no longer this hidden secret trainer or other operative. He he is who he is. A well, rich, it's kind of like it gets back talented swordsman back to the. Um the, uh, the the WandaVision series when there was this the secret engineer. If you remember, we had that yeah. whole conversation. Who's the engineer? And everybody's like, is it's it Blue the Marvel. Blue Marvel? Is yeah. it, you know, all these, it really wasn't. It was nope, just, not just, going a, there. just an engineer. That's yeah, all it that's was, it, yeah. right? An aerospace engineer. That's all that's it is. It. Is it Mr. Fantastic? No, it's just an aerospace engineer. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so he's walking through, and the, but the mom's not there yet. And then they see Yelena. Yelena's there, and, and, and of course, she's wearing this, you know, bright green dress, and she couldn't stand out more than she it is. It was a coat, yeah. It was a yeah, bright coat, green coat, coat yeah. right? Bright, bright green coat, and they're like, "Oh my God, Elaine is here!" And uh, then we get a gr- really awesome scene um, between Elena and Kate. Like, you know, this like they they see each other, and you're like, "Oh, you're here," you know, all this other stuff. And then all of a sudden, Kazi, we you see Kazi across the street with a sniper rifle aimed at the party, waiting for Eleanor to show up. But then he sees Clint there, and he's like, oh, I'm taking my shot. Yeah, tell the boss Christmas came early. Yeah. Uh, they're all here, plus the girl. And he's going to try to take uh, Clint out, which doesn't go so well. Yeah, and he starts shooting into the party, which, of course, you know, ends the party immediately. And, and the LARPers are now trying to get everybody out of the building. Yeah, they're all disguised as waiters and waitresses. And then, and then they're helping. They're their backup. It's kind of cool. And Hawkeye's like, hey, I got to go take care, take Kazi out. And so he leaves. And then Yelena goes to follow him and Kate follows her and you know, they have this great interaction where, you know, they get on the elevator together. It's my favorite part of the series, man. It's my favorite part of this show as well. And they're talking to each other. And then she ends up like, you know, doing the trick where you hit all the buttons on the elevator and, you know, Elaine's like, no, don't do it. And then it was like, they're kind of wrestling with each other. Yeah. They're fighting in the elevator a little bit and Kate rips off her dress uh, and, and she's got her, you know, Hawkeye outfit on. And uh, Yelena goes, did you plan that? She goes, no. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so great. Their chemistry yeah. is so great. And then they kind of, you know, fight each other a little bit in the when they get off the elevator, fight each other a little bit, you know, and, and the battle between them is, is really great, comical and hysterical. Um, what are we doing? Let's just go get drinks. 
She's yeah. like, yes, that's a great idea. After I kill Clint Barton. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, Clint's down on the lower floor. He, um, you know, he's been chased by the tracksuit mafia and he ends up, you know, throwing a bunch of, you know, detonation bombs, you know, and so he, he takes care of them, but he does end up, uh, you know, taking care of Kazi. He, you know, shoots an arrow up into the window that he's at and, you know, kind of, you know, gets him smoked him out It smokes, you know, basically it was a uh, smoke arrow and it kind of got him out of that window. And then he, he, you know, is, uh, Elena is on an upper floor and she jumps out of a window with her grappling hook and is coming down and, you know, Kate yells out the window, Clint, he's coming. And, and, and she, Elena's look, coming. Yeah, yeah. And he looks up and she's coming down. She's, you know, she misses him. She tries to shoot him and everything else. It's, it was great, but they all, before in- she jumps out of the window though, this is the cutest little line. She said, stop trying to make me like, stop making me like you. Yeah. And uh, Elena goes, I can't help it. And then <laughs> she jumps out the yeah. window. It's awesome. Yeah. They're, again, the chemistry between them is great. Off the charts. But eventually this this battle spills out onto Rockefeller Center. Yeah. Um, and they're taking all of the, the people who are at the party. The LARPers are kind of getting them out. And then, of course, the tracksuit mafia shows up in force. You know, they drive a bunch of the, you know, uh, trust-a-bro moving trucks. Yeah. And they're all jumping out. And Jack comes out with his sword, and he is just cutting people down left and right. He's yeah. like the happiest guy ever. He gets to like you know, it's you, my time. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's awesome. awesome. And the the LARPers like none of nobody's listening to him because they're in um waiters they're waiters yeah. uniforms and they're like, all right, guys, it's, it's time. time yeah. And they will run back inside and put all their LARPer uniforms on. And then ever all of a sudden, everybody's listening to him when they're telling them where to go. Um, but Kate and Hawkeye are now on the uh, Hawkeye. Jumps out, jumps the out the building. Kate comes down on the same rope that Elena came down on, which was actually pretty cool. Then Hawkeye tries to do the same thing, but the rope um, gets cut on the way down, and he lands in the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree. Yeah, um, and there's a little, tiny little owl in the Christmas tree too, which is really funny, which we see later. Um, but Kate's like, I thought it would be kind of cool if they used a hawk in the tree instead of an owl. But a hawk in New York City, yeah, yeah. In, in a an tree, more, yeah, yeah. Owl made more sense. Owl right? made more sense. Would have been cool if it was a hawk, though. But Kate ends up using an acid arrow and hits the base of the tree, and you know, takes down the tree. Another great scene by her. Cute. You know, she's like, "All right, on three. And he's like, "What are you doing? What do you think you're doing?" She's like, "Do you want me to tell you when I'm going to do it or not?" Okay, I'm just doing it. And so she just hits the the tree with an acid arrow. The Rockefeller Center tree falls onto the ice and. And Clint's in it, so he's now out of the tree. And then she's down on the ice, and now they're surrounded by the tracksuit mafia who's up around them. And this was when, like you said, the arrow battle of all trick arrows was just awesome. awesome. You know, he shoots a, a kind of like a magnetic arrow into and all the guns, yeah, all the, the guns, po- the the flagpoles, yeah, and all the guns get sucked up into the into the the magnetic. You know, it's really what the fans have been looking for, right? This kind of trick arrow, them with their arrows battling the tracksuit mafia. This was what the the series was leading up to, yeah. and it and it delivered. Oh yeah, every one of those you know arrows was you know doing something crazy. You know, it, 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 you got to see them all, right? Yeah. Um, and at one point in time, the tracksuit mafia drives a truck over the the barrier of the ice rink. And uh, I can't remember if it was Clint or Kate. Kate, Kate, Kate shoots it with the Pym arrow and shrinks the truck down into a little tiny toy truck. You hear the <laughs> guys inside, what are you doing? <laughs> right? And then all of a sudden, the owl comes over and picks it up in its claws and takes the truck away. And yeah, Clint's like, like, oh my God. And she goes, well, what happens now? He goes, I don't know. I, I guess I got I to ask Scott. Yeah, I got to ask Scott about, about Scott that Lang. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of And the funny. owl takes the truck away. Oh, that, that was, was just, crazy. That was awesome. Yeah. 
Um, but you know, the big battle ensues, and then and then it kind of everything kind of splits off a little bit. They they eventually are able to you know they they were well, Kate finds out that her mom's coming out the side of the building, so she heads out to go find her mom. And at that point, Elena shows up. Elena shows up, and now she's down on the ice fighting Clint. And you know they have kind of a a big battle, a fight. And, you know, Clint doesn't want to hurt her. You know, he knows who she is yeah. and he's trying to tell her, look, you know, and it ends up being exactly what we hoped it was. Yeah. Yelena realized that she was hired to kill him under false pretenses and realizes that, you know, Clint tried to explain what happened to her sister. Um, she sacrificed herself. He's like, I, I, couldn't stop her. He yeah. said, you know I tried to stop. We yeah. fought for it, and she won. She's better than me, and yeah. she won. He said, but nobody was going to stop her. You know your sister. And the way that he kind of got, you know, Lane was beating him, and he wouldn't fight back, and then he kind of got to her by using the special whistle that yeah, their secret whistle, the secret whistle that the, that uh, Natasha and, and Yelena had it with each other. You heard it in um, black widow, the movie that right. kind of revealed the whistle. And Yelena kind of froze and she's, she's like, how do you know about that? And he goes, she talked about you all the time. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I know a lot about you. And he said, you know, and, and that's kind of when Yelena was crying and it's just like, and she's like, I loved her so much. And he's like, so did I, you yeah. know, and boom, they're done. Right. Yeah, that was, a, was, it was a great moment. Yeah, it was a really great moment. They bonded at that moment. It was it was fantastic. He knew he knew a lot about her. And I think she was a little like at all that he got to spend so much time with her. Right. And I think she said that, that. Right. Yeah. She's like, you got to spend so much time with her. And he's like, I did. Yeah. You know, I miss and, her. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the culmination of that. We got. Um, Kate's mom now is trying to leave the party, gets in a car, and who shows up? Kingpin, baby. He rips the door off. <laughs> shows the, his real power. Rips the door off the car. Throws her bodyguard over the car, uh, rips the door off the car, and was like, get out. And um, that's when Kate shows up and shoots an arrow into his chest. Oh, shoots Kingpin straight in the chest with an arrow, and he just grabs it and pulls it straight out like nothing happened. Yeah. I, I wonder if he had body armor underneath there or something. I, I think his body is the armor. Right. Yeah, like, that's kind of the... It just got caught in muscle. Yeah, exactly. Like it was like it, not even a flesh wound. Yeah, exactly. Just pulls it straight out. No big deal. Really showed his power. Uh, so they're they're fighting a little bit, and then Kate's mom drives the car into the kingpin and basically throws him into the window of the toy store. Yeah. And then, you know, Kate runs in there after him, and he's... Fine. After being hit by a car, huge. <laughs> that was a violent hit. Yeah, and he just stands up like he's fine. Yeah, and you know, and then Kate's you know doing everything she she can to hold him off. She took him on. Yeah, that's impressive. He grabs all the arrows out of her quiver and snaps them and said that you know enough of this. You know, after she'd been shooting with all kinds of different things. Yeah. And, you know, he throws her around a few times and eventually she uses the, the coin trick that she had practiced and perfected after like five times and snaps a snaps a cuff link. That she at, took from him. Yeah, at, at one of the arrowheads, and it kind of sets them all off simultaneously and, you know, kind of blows him across the room. Yeah, blows him up. Yeah. But well, you, you see him laying there. Yeah, incapacitates him. We'll say he didn't really do anything, but just kind of knocked yeah, him out. She probably. has a little, she goes out and sees a mom okay, and she has a little moment with her mom, like, you know, and her mom cuts into her, like, is this what heroes do? Do they. Well, what did the, she do? What did she do? Well, she kind of told her mom everything. That she knows that she did. Right. She's like, I know about everything. I know yeah. about Armand. I know about everything. Yeah. And then the cops show up, yeah. finally. Like yeah, yeah. 45 minutes after this battle had <laughs> started, the cops show up, finally. And they're not there to to help with the tracksuit mafia who's trying to kill everybody. They're not there to help with the party that's been you know right. shot at. They're there to arrest 
you know, uh, uh, Eleanor. Eleanor, yeah. And you're, you're under arrest for the murder of Ar- Armand Duquesne, and, and she's like, oh, that's when she asked the question, is this what heroes do? You know, and she's like, yeah, it's exactly what yeah. heroes do, right? Uh, absolutely. I think she did. It, but touching moment, she's like, I love you, Mom, and, you know. Yeah. It and was, as she's being know, dragged away to. As she's being put in prison. Prison, I mean, right. Yeah, I mean, she did. takes he And Clint kind of told her that, you, you know, it takes sacrifice. You got to do tough. You're going to have to make tough decisions. And uh, that's she did to do the right thing, and, right? And I think I think Kate's ready for it. I mean, I really, it's impressive. And we got two two more important kind of uh, scenes. Uh, we've we got uh, Kazi shows up down at, the, at, at, at and and Echo ends up showing up. She drives in on her motorcycle, and Kazi's there, and they have a big confrontation. And Kazi's you know basically alluding to the relationship that the two of them have, making it seem like you know there's some love there. And Echo's just. She's pissed. Yeah. She's just like, I don't care who you are or what you've done. You know, you took everything from me. You took my father from me. And she ends up killing Kazi. So, yeah. boom. You know, she just takes him out. Yeah. You know, and uh, that was a big scene, too. You know, the two of them kind of coming yeah, to that the final Yeah, the banter between them. I, I, yeah, I think he felt more for her than and he, he was begging her, just leave. Just get out of here. Just run. And I don't think she's into that. She, yeah. I, I think she has a vendetta that she's going to finish. Oh, yeah. And, and we, we kind of... As we alluded to last week, you know, you kind of had to some have some kind of redemption arc for her. And she realizes the life of crime that she had been leading and the organization that she'd been working for was, you know, and what she was, it was all made up to kind of keep her angry and hateful of the people that had taken her father from her, wherein the people that took her father from her were actually the people she'd been working for. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. And that kind of led to the final scene of that battle was talk about answering some questions. Yeah. That was a big one. Yeah, and Echo confronts Kingpin. You know, she ends up finding him in the alley uh, after afterwards. Yeah, and- the cops are in the toy store looking for him, and he's gone. Right. Yeah, and then she confronts him in the alley. Yeah, I got some questions about that. Well, she she ends up, you know, he he's you know telling her, hey, you know, look, we're family. You know, we're 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 family. You know, we 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 don't always do the right thing, but we do what's right for our family. And she's like, you know, and he's pointing a gun at her and and thinking, you're not going to do this. He says, you know, I know. I know we all a gun at him, right? right she's yeah. pointing a gun at him, and he's like, you know, we don't always see eye to eye. And then all of a sudden, the camera pans up, and you hear the gun, flash. the gunshot, and then you hear a thud. Um, so the the assumption is that she shot him in the face, um, but that's kind of where the where the the that ep- part of the episode ended. Was ended, it? yeah, right. And that was probably the only question that didn't get answered in the in the whole series for me. Um, and left it kind of wide open. So that's interesting. Well, we'll talk about that in a second. The last kind of scene of the show was um, Hawkeye pulling up in front of his farm in Missouri, you know, opened up his trunk. He's got some presents in there, and the kids run out and say hi to their father. He made it home for Christmas. Yep, and yeah. Kate's with him, and Lucky Lucky the Pizza Dog's with him as well. Yeah. And so, she, you know, he had brought Kate to have Christmas with his family. Um, and the one kind of big other revelation we got was Hawkeye hands the the Rolex watch back to his wife, Laura, and says, you need to take better care of your stuff. And she turns the watch over and on the back, it shows the shield logo with a number 19 underneath it. And agent 19 in shield was, was a uh, mockingbird. Yeah. So, so that kind of confirmed that she was the a mockingbird shield agent, shield agent character. And, and yeah. they get, end up getting married and everything, having a family. I, I, I'm not looking at, I'm not again, 
titanium was tingling on this scene. I wanted more uh, answers to that, but it is surface. It answered the question. She was part of S.H.I.E.L.D. She was number 19, Mockingbird. I thought it was great. Kind of answered why she was speaking German and how she had access to these resources to get all this information. I, I thought it was great. Yeah. 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 So, I, and again, just like we were hopeful of, um, after last episode, we wanted to get all these plot points tied tied off on, and I think we did. I mean, all of them. Now, the one lingering question you had was about Kingpin, right? Yeah, like I, I know in the comics, uh, there's certain things that happen to Kingpin, but um, you, your you know, question to me earlier this week was why would they kill off this major character that they had, you know, worked so hard to bring back and bring into the MCU? Why would they kill him off right away? That was your first question earlier. This that week. would be, yeah, I don't, it doesn't make sense. I don't think they had so much hype for this character and so much fan favor behind this character. And why bring Vincent D'Onofrio why bring back? Him back just to kill him, just off, kill at him off at the end, right. at the one, one in maybe one and a half series. And, and he's not shows. dead. So that, that's, that's the answer to that. And, you know, I, you know, I was like, do you want me to tell you now? Or you want to wait for the, wait for I the said, episode? I said, wait for the show. <laughs> yeah. So the answer is he's not dead. I think they have big plans for not only the Kingpin character, but Vincent D'Onofrio going forward. We know the echo series is coming to Disney plus at some point in time in the future. And we understand that they're, may, they may be planning a, a daredevil series as well. And you just don't get rid of a character like the Kingpin. Who's so, Involved in crime in New York City that those characters yeah. would revolve around. Right. Um, this is, but this is Especially exactly with the Echo series around the corner. Right. This this is exactly how um, the confrontation between Echo and the Kingpin resolved in the comic books. Um, we mentioned when we were talked about her history. Uh, the difference is. Um, the exposure was done by Daredevil. So Daredevil and and Maya Lopez um, Echo had a relationship, and the Kingpin had convinced. Um, Echo that Daredevil was the one that killed her father. Yes. And so in this series, he had convinced Echo that the Ronin character was the one that killed her father. And when that secret was exposed in the comic books, she confronted the Kingpin very similar to what she did here with a gun and shot him. And it blinded him. It temporarily, we saw a scene in the comic books of him in the hospital with two patches over his eyes. Um, and he was temporarily blinded while he tried to rebuild his criminal empire. He was a blind. He ended up having reconstructive eye surgery later on and ended up getting his sight back. So I'm assuming that's where they're going with this, that we'll at some point in time see him in a hospital bed with patches on his eyes or something. And there were some rumors that the post credit scene that we got, which was the, you know, the, the Rogers musical performance. Awful. Absolutely um, awful. We, we understand that they had filmed a couple of other post credit scenes that they, they left out in favor of that. One of them would have been him being in a hospital bed with eye patches over both of his eyes, having been blinded by echoes gunshot. Um, and, uh, Hawkeye had sent him the Ronin sword in a, in a Christmas package and he, you know, somebody opened it up and, and they told him what it was. And, and, and it, there was a message in there said, stay away from Kate Bishop, stay away from my family, or, you know, what's going to happen. And that scene was cut. So we never got that, but it would have given a little bit more confirmation that the Kingpin character was not dead. I would have loved to have seen that. Right. After scene. That would have been huge. Yeah. And the other one would have been a scene of uh, the owl that had brought the truck with the tracksuit mafia guys back to its nest. And there were a bunch of baby owls there. And, and he 
the owl drops in and, and drops the truck into the nest and and then they would cut away from that so you know you would have known the fate of those individuals as well so <laughs> that would um, have been funny too yeah but we didn't get those we got rogers or even if uh Save the, the owl was flying away and all of a sudden the truck became normal size again and dropped like 100 feet into the hudson or something yeah. that would have been funny too yeah but yeah we got the, the Save the city. Save the city by the Rogers music. I can do this all day. Oh, so <laughs> bad. It was so bad. But I think, you okay. know, all in all, the series was good. I, again, my my whole hope of all of these Disney Plus series is keep our interest, keep us engaged, make sure the audience doesn't forget who these characters are, and help bridge the time between movies that are important in the MCU. And it's, it's done that. I mean, it gave us something to watch. It gave us something compelling and interesting. And again, the acting was great in this, this series, the writing was great. Um, it, it was a, a great series to move the narrative forward for phase four. We w- and had it not been for the Hawkeye series, we would have never known what would have happened to Yelena after the black widow movie, let alone where she might show up later. Now we kind of have an idea. Oh, well, you know, they've kind of made amends, Hawkeye and Yelena, but we don't know, is she still going to be a contract killer? Is she, you know, she's still going to be working for Val? Yeah, that's all up in the air now. At least we have some answers to that, right? Absolutely, yeah. And and, and although the, the Hawkeye series didn't launch as well as uh, Loki or WandaVision, uh, I think the numbers that, that I saw, it was a little off of those launches. Uh, obviously, WandaVision was huge launch because it was the first real content that we had. And there was and nothing so else out. Nothing else out. Right. Um, and and this series kind of suffered because there was so much hype about Spider-Man um, as far as numbers are concerned. I, I think still it's one of my top favorite series. Um, I, I think it did get kind of bad luck with the end of Spider-Man coming out and then it had its season finale after that. Very tough for them. But... Um, this is something that I'll probably watch the whole thing, binge it again, uh, just because of the character building and what it does for Phase 4. Well, and it, it, it paints you know a picture of what could be. Uh, we've always alluded to the fact that the Young Avengers should be and could be coming at some point in time, and Kate Bishop being one of the first people that could be in, in that or was in that team, and now we've seen this person in the MCU. And at the end of the, uh, the show, we got another powerful scene between Hawkeye and Kate where you know, he burned the Ronin costume and she helped him do that to kind of put that to bed right. so that that character is done. Um, but then she's talking about code names and she's like, you know, Lady, Lady Hawk, Lady Hawk, you know, he's like, no, nah, it's terrible. And and so she keeps throwing these like names out that that she thinks might be good for her. And he says at the end of it, he says, I have an idea. And you kind of get the idea that he's just going to let her take the Hawkeye mantle on and yeah. she's now just going to be Hawkeye. I mean, that's where the series ends and then the logo dun, dun, pops up on yeah. the screen. It's awesome. Yeah. It's great. So, I'm, and again, I think, you know, having Haley Steinfeld in the MCU is just huge. I mean, she she really killed the character and I think having her kind of be a mainstay for a future Young Avengers team. And you know what? I would not be surprised if they tag Jeremy Renner and Hawkeye to lead that team or to put that team together and help mentor that team. I mean, he seems like the perfect person to do that. I think his body can't take being uh, <laughs> a hero, direct hero, I'm direct sorry. hero anymore. Right. I think he's got to be the guy in the chair from yeah. now on moving, for, moving. Yeah, forward. we'll see. I, I think that that would be a great role for him. And, and, you know, he's had that history before he obviously led the West coast Avengers for many years. That was kind of his team, but then he, he ended up becoming the leader of the Thunderbolts at one point in time as well. You know, when they brought somebody in to take, over the Thunderbolts after um, Baron Zemo had been exposed as, yeah. as, as the uh, the leader of that team. But, you know, he's got history for that. So, I mean, you know, I thought this was great. 
I loved it and can't wait for the next one. And I guess theoretically the next one is Moon Knight, right? So we don't have a, an official date. We don't know when this is dropping, but yeah. we, we, we believe Moon Knight's the next one to come. Yeah, we don't know about She-Hawk. Uh, we know Miss Marvel will be in the summer at some summer, point in mid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we don't know about those series yet. It's exciting, but uh, what do we got next? Anything... What do we got next coming up? Not nothing from Disney until May, or at least nothing announced from Disney until May. I, I again, I'm under the impression that Moon Knight will probably drop sometime January, February timeframe. Uh, but the next Marvel movie from from Marvel is not coming until May, which is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. So they've got to fill that time with some kind of content. I believe we'll get both the Moon Knight and She Hulk series between now and then. We yeah. just don't have the official right. date yet. Who knows? Um, yeah. But we've got a lot to look forward to in the next, you know, month and a half. We, Peacemaker, baby. Peacemaker launches in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, we've got uh, the Morbius movie at the end of uh, January. I hope that's as good as I want it to be because it just looks cool as shit. Yep. And, and Spider-Man, they had a big trailer for it and it was, it lit me up. Yeah. That, 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 that movie's going to do very well. And then we've got, uh, you know, the Batman movie coming out in March. So, you know, that's kind of what we're looking forward to over the next several weeks. And hopefully more announcements are coming down. What will kind of... I would assume now that Hawkeye has finished, um, that that Marvel and Disney will come out with some type of announcement of what's next and when it's coming. We got the boys next year too, sometime. Hopefully, yeah. yeah we we know you know it's been done. Yeah. So like you know when are they going to drop that one? Post production, yeah. CGI stuff. Yeah, awesome. I, that's going to be great. We're going to cover that. We're going to cover the shit out of that. Yeah, that'll be okay. fun. All right. Well, let's uh, move on to our news section, and uh, we've got a few, just a few items to, to cover here. So. The one thing that I did hear this week is that Vincent D'Onofrio was interviewed about his role in the Hawkeye series, and he was asked the question, you know, well, is this the same kingpin we saw in the Daredevil Netflix series? He goes, yeah, I was told by Marvel this is the same character. And during the the snap, the five-year snap, he had basically lost his criminal empire, and he's now rebuilding it. So he he's alluding to the fact that he had been snapped away, and while he was away for five years, his you know empire, criminal empire, kind of had... It waned, you know, his power had waned, but now he's back and he's reclaiming that power and rebuilding his criminal empire. And that basically confirmed that not only is is the Kingpin character that was in the Netflix series the same character, that tells us that the Daredevil character that we saw in Spider-Man No Way Home is the same character as well. So effectively making those characters canon, that's awesome. Yeah. We don't need to go back in history and rewrite it and saying, hey, these are the same actors playing the same characters but they're different than what you saw no they're just basically saying this is the same people that went through the same things in those series which is awesome it's finally disney somewhat officially coming out and saying those netflix series are canon they're part of the mcu history which is great yeah yeah i don't again titanium tingle is all over the place on this like how did if he was snapped away how did he give the order to have the top lead of the tracksuit mafia murdered by Ronan, who was on that rampage. And I got a lot of questions about that, but I'm just going to take it for face value. The man said it's canon. I love it. I'm, I'm more excited that it's canon than not. And you're right. Uh, well, and we, and again, we don't have confirmation that he was blipped away, but we do know that his criminal empire suffered during that period of time. So maybe he wasn't blipped away, but a lot of people that worked for him were, or a lot of the generals or lieutenants, whoever that worked under him were. So maybe that's why he had to rebuild after the snap as well. So we don't know any of those details, but he was basically Great answer. told, I'm going to put that to bed. Yeah. My, my tingle is off because yeah. of that. That's yeah. I, I didn't yeah. think of that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, we have now started to see, speaking of Spider-Man, we'll talk about a couple of things about the Spider-Man. That, that movie's momentum is continuing to just 
skyrocket. Oh my God. I yeah. mean, um, you know, we knew when it came out, it was going to be big and it was huge opening weekend, huge opening week. Yeah. Uh, they did another, what, 20 million just on Christmas Eve this past Friday, which was Christmas Eve. They did another 20 million. They've now eclipsed 405 million in the domestic box office in a, in a short, you know, week, um, which makes it the biggest Sony movie of all time. Yeah. So Sony, the biggest movie Sony had ever done before was Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle. The second Jumanji movie and that did 404 million domestically. This has already gone past that. We're only a week in, uh, they're expecting to have a weekend. They're going to finish the week, the Christmas weekend with 475 million domestically, which is amazing. And probably going to be go over that $1 billion mark worldwide, which is no surprise. It's but. not probably. I, I I agree with you, Professor. It absolutely will. It, it, it's going to, if it hasn't already, uh, I, I think they're putting the numbers together now. I think we're going to hear very shortly. And, and a lot of a lot of rags out there have already stated that it's gone over, uh, it, it's hit the billion dollar mark globally. Yeah, they're just going to make that official mo- announcement probably on Monday when Correct. the weekend box office, yep. you know, finishes up. But, you know, look, we had Christmas Day yesterday. We have, you know, the day after Christmas today. I mean, these I mean, people are going to movies now because there's nothing else to do and it's a holiday, you know, and they're all going to see this movie, that's for sure. And, and you know, one of the things I noticed is now that the cat is out of the bag that, you know, kind of a week after the opening, they kind of wanted to stay quiet for a while, but now everybody's talking about what's in it. Right. Cause there's no more quote unquote secrets. Yeah, spoilers they, are all over the place. Yeah. yeah. So everybody knows what happens. Well, now and they, they still want to go see it. Yes. And, but now the cat's out of the bag, the both, you know, Andrew Garfield and uh, Tobey Maguire in the movie, we're now starting to see spider men merchandise start hit, hitting store shelves. So there's a bunch of t-shirts now being released by Sony uh, with the three of them in their separate costumes on t-shirts and stuff. And it's like, yeah, they're, they're totally raking in the money on, on, oh. on the, the, the Spider-Man concept, right? Printing cash at Sony right, right now. And, you know, the movie has also set a bunch of records uh, on the Rotten Tomatoes side. Um, it, it is a 95% fresh from the critics, which is, hardly if, if ever heard of before, but it's 99% fresh on the viewers rating, yeah. which has set a record. It's that they said it's the highest rated viewer rating on rotten tomatoes ever with at least 20,000 view uh, reviews. So um, look, this movie again, the thing that you and I spoke about last week, not only is it killing it from a box office perspective, but it deserves all the hype and all the, the positive pra- uh, positive praise that it's getting because it's that good. Yeah, it is that good. It's it's as good as uh, you thought it was going to be. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. No disappointment. Yeah. Um, and then uh, there. Spe- speaking of, uh, there's now some momentum uh, behind giving Andrew Garfield that third movie in his Amazing Spider-Man franchise. So. Him being in this movie and everybody not only loved seeing him back, but kind of was like, wow, this guy's a really good Spider-Man. We'd love to see him finish that trilogy off. And now there's talk about potentially giving him that film and giving him another film in the Amazing Spider-Man uh, uh, trilogy, which would be obviously an alternate universe or a separate universe from, from the MCU, which, which our Tom Holland is in. But why not? I mean, more money for Sony. Sure. People would buy tickets to go see that. Of I course so. they would. Yeah, especially if they threw a Venom or another character oh, in there. It'd be awesome. I mean, again, Sony is hell-bent on making a Spider-Verse, and they've already said that they are going to make Spider-Man movies and Spider-Verse movies, so why not? I mean, it, look, after the success of this, a billion dollars, there's they everything is on the table. Everything's on the table. Everything's on the table. Yeah. And, you know, Amy Pascal's already got a company that's going to be built to, to kind of take over all of that, right? <laughs> you know how I feel about that woman. 
I love her crazy. hairdo. No, her hair is awful. She looks like crazy Hocus Pocus character. All right, well, let's jump into our topic of the week, and uh, I've got something special planned for this week. But you sure this, did. This you kind of came out of nowhere on me. This is uh, brought to us by our friends over at Studio GEG Studios. Studio GEG Studios, home of the man band. Still, still waiting for uh, Buffalo Tim. I think it's coming. So, got a great uh, stocking stuffer yesterday, which that. is awesome. Um, and it's the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe quiz, and 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 so we'll play a little game here, Titanium. Okay, we're each going to get uh, five cards, random cards. You haven't looked at them, have you? No. Okay. These are my five cards. Those are your five cards. Cool case. So the the game comes in this really cool case. Yeah. And it's a bunch of um, Marvel cards with a bunch of pictures and some trivia questions on them. And each one awesome. of the cards, don't look at the answer side. Okay. Just look at the question what's side. What's the answer side and what's the question side? So where it says the name of the movie, that's the question side. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the answers are on the Got side it. that says answer. So okay. we're going to take turns asking each other the questions on this card. Okay. And look, these are all MCU movies. So we better be good at this. Yeah. We better be good at this. Ugh. I mean, this is not like Marvel Comics history. This is MCU, right? Okay. So each card represents a different movie, and we'll take turns. I'm going to ask you the questions on the card. If you get all five questions right, you get the card. If you miss a question, the other person can then answer the next question correctly and steal that card. Okay. Okay. And then at the end, we'll see who has the most cards, and we'll see who wins the game. Well, this, I mean, this is like... And at the end of the day, if we both have five cards, we'll just call it a tie and just say we're okay. We're just we're super talk. That's why we got this. Is right. like swimming with a guy that can't hold his breath. Okay, so oh my god, you know these answers probably more than I do. What are you talking, Professor? About? Your name is the Professor. Right. I'm the muscle. You are the brains. You absolutely are going to beat me in this. Okay. okay. So I'll go first. I'll I'll ask you the the questions on this card first, and this is from Captain America: The First Avenger. Okay. Okay. What is Johann Schmidt also known as? What is Johann Schmidt also known as? Johann Schmidt also known as Zoloff. No. Zola. No. Johann Schmidt. Oh God! I'm yeah. Okay, I know the red, <laughs> the red skull. Okay. Oh, I'll let you kind of walk before you run into this one. Okay. I'll, I'll give that one to you. All right. In which country does Schmidt first claim the Tesseract? Norway? Yes. Oh, that was pulled out of my ass. Okay. What organization is Schmidt the head of? Hydra. Yes. Okay. Which doctor assists Schmidt? With his work on the Tesseract. Zola. Yes. Yeah. Arnim Zola. Yes. Yeah. Which American city is Schmidt targeting before he is defeated by Captain America? New York. Yes. Yeah. All right. Wow. All right. That's five questions. You get the card, Titanium. Very, okay. very good. Way to, way to noodle it out, buddy. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> my, my head hurts right now. Uh, this is the Avengers. Oh, boy. Okay. Which realm is home to Loki and Thor? Um, Asgard. <laughs> Asgard. <laughs> Very good. That is correct. What is did the you have name? to check? I did. <laughs> well, it's a trick question. Because isn't isn't Loki from Lufgard or what? I mean, uh, the well, I don't want to say. Don't answer okay. it because okay. that might be a question. Okay. 
What is the name of Loki's army? Uh, the Chitari. That is correct. What object is Loki trying to obtain from Earth? The Tesseract. That is correct. Come on, these are so easy for you. Which Marvel does Loki hope to exploit to escape from S.H.I.E.L.D.'s Hello, uh, Hello Carrier? Which... Okay, so which Avenger... Avenger. Okay. Which Avenger does Loki hope to exploit to escape from the Hello Carrier, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s Hello the Carrier? The Hulk. That is correct. Damn, you're good at this. Oh, come on. What does Loki trap in the Hello Carrier detainment center chamber using an illusion of himself thor that is correct all right that was card for me that is card for you all right here we go ant-man and the wasp i like that movie okay that we, we could i'm getting butchered on this all one right. what is on. ghost's real name oh what is ghost's real name uh what is ghost's real name Mm. I I can't pull it. Ava Star. Ava. Yeah. yeah. Ava. All right. So I I guess I have a, a ability to steal here. Which former member of Shield is working with Ghost? Former member of Shield. I, I, I know this. So do, do you want to? I mean, I, you, I can answer it for you. What former member of Shield is working for Ghost? It is literally it's Goliath. Goliath, yeah. Fishborne, right? Right. The actor. Yeah. I don't know his name. Bill Foster. Bill Foster. All right. So that's All a steal right. for me. Yes, sir. All right. You go. Okay. Um, Movie. Wait, did no. I already give you the Avenger card? This is yes, one. you did. I'm, I'm, okay. Movie is Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Okay. And I got to get the light right here. Uh, what... What percent of the planet does Quill claim to have before trying to reclaim the orb from Ronin? Oh, what percent of the plan does Quill claim to have trying to reclaim the orb from Ronin? What percent? Oh, yeah. Remember that uh, conversation? With him and uh, Rocket. Um, And Rocket's like, do you have a plan? He goes, yes, I have a plan. Yeah, I have a plan. I have uh, 5% of a plan. 12%. 12%. Ah, 12%. Yes. Yeah. All right. So now, I, I even I thought it was 11%. Now, all right. So don't read the other answers because you not, get to steal. Okay. All right. I'm going to go down to one that I didn't see. What are Groot's three final words? <laughs> you know this one. Take the card. I am Groot. Right. Nope. You're wrong. So we are Groot. I am wrong. It's we are Groot. <laughs> Damn it. This is fun. All right. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, we just did one of those. We'll yeah. do, okay. I'll, I'll give you Guardians of the Galaxy. What is the name of the prison where Peter Quill, Rocket, Groot, and Gamora and Drax are kept? Oh, I know this. Yes, you do. This is... Um, you know this. They're going to... What is the prison? The floating space prison. Ugh. Uh, oh, I can't pull it. The kiln. The kiln, yes. Yeah. Shit. All right, another steal. What does Peter Krill steal from the planet Morag? Well, the, the the power stone. Yeah. Yeah. 
you could, that was easy for you. <laughs> uh, okay, let's throw something really wacky. Iron Man 3. All right. What is the new head of security at Stark Industries? Who is the new head of security at Stark Industries? Happy. That is correct. Happy Hogan. What clue does Tony Stark find in the reconstruction crime scene at the Chinese theater? Dog tags. That is correct. In which U.S. state is Rose Hill, where Tony Stark meets Harley? I believe it's Missouri. That is incorrect. Oh, okay. It's Tennessee. Tennessee. Take on it. Yeah. What two word... Uh, oh, wait. Hold on. I can't read this. What two-word term does Tony Stark use to describe himself to Harley? Is it me? Yeah, it's you. You you, you get to steal. What two-word term? I know the answer of it. But. Uh, he says he's a mechanic. The mechanic. The mechanic. Yeah. So you could steal that. Yeah. Oh, that's yours. Me? Yeah, okay. your card. Good job, Titanium. All right, here you go. From that was a good movie. Yeah, it was. Thor. Oh, the first Thor? Yeah, first Thor. Ooh, I didn't like this movie, but go ahead. What realm does Odin refer to as the realm eternal? What realm does Odin refer to as the realm? Don't don't think about it too much. Asgard. You're right. What is the name of Thor's hammer? Mjolnir. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what is the name of the Asgardian gatekeeper? Oh, come on. I know. I know. Uh, the gatekeeper. Um, Idris Elba plays him. I know. Um, I can't pull his name. I can't pull it. Heimdall. Heimdall. Damn it. All right. So this is the next one. Yellow Who eyes. tells Heimdall about Thor's journey to... Jotunheim so that Odin will come to the rescue. So who tells Heimdall about Thor's journey to Jotunheim so that Odin will come to the rescue? Um, I believe it was... So it's somebody that was still there. I think it was Hela. Not Hela. Um, oh, no, it was Loki. So I got that one right. I thought it was uh, the mother. Um, Frigga but it's not. So now you get to steal back. Who saves Thor from falling from the destroyed Bifrost Bridge? Odin. Yes, he does. Very good. Wow, this is good. All right. Uh, okay, you, we're you good on time. One? No, I got Captain America, First Avenger. Oh, perfect. One of your favorites. In which decade does Steve Rogers undergo the procedure to become Captain America? The 40s. Yes, sir. Yep. 1940s. I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> where does Captain America keep his photo of Peggy Carter? In his well, watch. It's a locket watch or whatever, right? Perfect. Yep. yep. Pocket watch. Who is the head of Strategic Scientific Reserve? Well, it's uh, Colonel, um, you know, it's, what's his name? Colonel, Colonel, Colonel. 
Oh, no, it's got to be um, Harold Stark. You were, you did, I was right the, the first, first time. time. Yeah, yeah it's, it's James, uh, uh, Tommy Lee Jones, uh, Colonel, what the heck's his last I name? I wouldn't even have known Colonel, Colonel Phillips. Phillips, there. That's I'm going to give that to you because yeah. I, that was tough. And you got Colonel right. What Captain America real... When Captain America reawakens after 70 years, what is on the radio that helps him realize he's being lied to? A baseball game. It's uh, an old Brooklyn Dodgers baseball or Brooklyn uh, Brooklyn Dodgers baseball game. Yeah. yeah, a game that he had attended. Yeah, he attended. Yeah, God, you're good, professor. In which New York City, uh, uh, in which New York City landmark does Captain America meet Nick Fury? In which landmark does he meet Nick Fury? Yeah, he finally meets after 70 years of being in the ice, and here we awakens. He finally sees Nick Fury in which in which oh New Times York. Square. Very yeah. good. That's yeah. you. All right. And for the win, nice job, Professor. Uh, we'll give you another one here. All right. So we'll do. Uh, I'll give you a choice. You want Iron Man two or Infinity War? Infinity War. Okay. How does Thanos recover the sixth Infinity Stone after it has been destroyed by the Scarlet Witch? He uses the Time Stone to build back. You're right. By reversing time, using the Time Stone. Yeah. Right. What is only survive? Who is the only surviving Guardian of the Galaxy after Thanos' snap? After Thanos' snap, the only. Noodle this through. Gamora. Got, no. You no, noodle, oh, no, no. I, I, noodle uh, this through. Yeah, yeah. The only survivor of that. No, she's the uh, yeah. uh, Nebula. No. Who's who's? Uh, I wouldn't really call her a member, but who's the oh, rocket? Yes. There you go. Yeah. Uh, from which planet does Thanos hail? Titan. Yes. Who is the last person to battle Thanos after his snap? Who's the last person to battle Thanos after his snap? After his snap, that would be Thor. Right. Yeah. Trying to put the axe to his chest. Should have gone for the head. Yeah. Who does Thanos have a vision of after his snap? Uh, Gamora as a child. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. That's awesome. Good job, Titanium. We got to do this more often. Yeah. This was fun as shit. No, we're going to end the show and then we're going to go do this for like another two hours. What are you talking about? (laughs) That's what we're going to do. Awesome. Well, we pretty much did trivia and no questions, no uh, questions. So let's ring the bell, Professor. Well, let's do let's it. Call it a, the, the end of our Christmas show. All right. Well, that's it for us this week. We'll be back next week for our anniversary episode. To get in touch with us on social media, hit us up via email, supertalkpodcast at outlook.com or at supertalkpod on Twitter. Until then, stay super, everyone. <laughs> We'll be